0: hello hello Angie how are you I'm good Jonah what are you how, how are you <laughs> I'm good I'm good it's been a minute it has been holy smokes
1: you know work um, trip I had a work trip so we didn't get to chat on our usual day because I was occupied
0: yeah and I ended up uh babysitting most of the week did you how was that oh Oh, yeah, that was rough. Um, they, they, uh, yeah, act,
1: they're active. The, the, the kid looks. So I have a story. Oh, are you, what's the story? I think I lost you. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, there you are. The story. Yeah, I. Um, so last week, I was in Calgary. No. Edmonton. Edmonton, thank you. I, drove, I, I flew through Calgary on the way home, so that's why I'm confused. I was in Edmonton for work. So the week before last, I woke up on a Wednesday morning, I believe it was, got ready it's either Wednesday or Thursday. Sorry, I don't remember exactly which day now. Either way, I wake up, get ready, go downstairs to go to work, and I'm walking in the parkade and I can hear someone vacuuming. So I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. It's kind of seems to me it seems early to be out cleaning your car and vacuuming, but you know, we all have different schedules and whatever. So,
0: well you know I I've done
1: it yeah so it just but I I just I just thought "Mm, odd and I kind of turned the corner and I can see which car like someone's out in the back like they're backed in and they've got their trunk open and I can hear a vacuum no big deal Mm -hmm. and then I see this girl kind of walking closer like further down towards the big overhead door and she's kind of looking and walking and looking at different vehicles and she has her phone out and it looked like she was kind of It just looked, I was like, this is odd, like someone's vacuuming, this girl's wandering around, and I'm getting close, and she's walking towards me, I'm walking towards my car, like we're kind of coming towards each other, and I flicked my car, like unlocked it, and you know how the lights flash, like boop boop, whatever, so unlock it, and she looks at me and she points, she's like, oh, you got hit. I'm like, what are you talking, I kind of looked at her funny, because again, morning, not much coffee in me yet, and I'm like, huh, like, she's like, oh, the parkade got broken into, you got hit, Your, your window's smashed, I'm like, what, so I walk over, she's like, yeah, look, she's like, a bunch of different cars, our car got hit, and then a bunch of different cars, and I'm just going around trying to see who, how many, and we've already reported it, I'm like, what, so I look, my i back into my stall my front passenger side window completely smashed into the car all over the parquet floor i'm like son of a gun she's like yeah someone broke in it looks like 10 to about 10 cars got vandalized so i kind of started looking and you can see they were hitting people's they didn't go through anything so i opened the car and i looked they didn't touch a thing so i don't know and at first I didn't notice. I just thought it was a window smash. They didn't root through anything. There was other cars. It looks like they maybe went through stuff. There was a couple of cars where you can see they tried to get in or smash the window, but they couldn't. So there was just cracks. And then there were some of ours that were just like, some were still kind of hanging in the window. Mine was completely shattered.
0: So I'm not
1: sure if they got what they got, but a bunch of people got vandalized in the parkade so it turned into a big ordeal underneath the parkade at like 7 30 in the morning right yeah in the meantime i have two bosses from out of town here for work for a bunch of stuff so calling them i'm like if you're coming into the office and waiting for me like i am going to be late um I called my boyfriend. I'm like, uh, any chance you're still in the city and not left for work yet? And he's like, yeah, I slept in. Like, I'm, I I was still sleeping. I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, when you, have you got your coffee already? Like, I was asking all these questions. He's like, what's going on? He's like, what do you, like, why are you asking all these questions? I'm like, oh, I was just hoping that maybe when you go get your coffee, you can pick me up too, because my car just got smashed into. He's like, oh, fuck. So he, he came and picked me up and took me to work. So at least I could leave my car at home. like Because I didn't have time to fully clean it properly or anything either. There was like glass shattered inside. So I cleaned out the car. I took everything out. I left it just open, like window smashed open in the parkade. I went to work, put in my police and insurance report to get that process started. Um the appointment's not until June fifteenth. So next week. So I've got my car with plastic wrap on it. Not a very good job by the way, but I did it. And um eventually got my car. Like I took it to work the one day I, I did a little bit of a vacuum job. Somebody lent me their shop back from here. Swept up the glass as best as I could, got a little bit out of the car, put a towel on my seat in case of ice shards, like glass shards. Yep. And then I took it to work and I properly vacuumed it at work and taped up the window. And again, not a very good tape job, but it'll do. It, it's holding. And then when I was going to the airport, I was like, I was going to either leave my car at home or take it to the airport and park it there. Well, I couldn't do that with the way it is. So I had to take it to work. I parked it. We have, we call it a barn. Um, so, I parked my car inside the where the trucks park. So, at least it was inside and, like, somewhat secured. Like, not out in the rain if it rained. Or at least in a trustworthy spot where people are coming and going all the time. Like, people I know at work. They all know my car. So, they wouldn't let anything happen to it. And no one should be able to get into the barn anyways. Other
0: than people who work there. So. Well, that, that, that is so... Like, it, it annoys me because it's, like, they didn't take anything. Not of mine. Delicious. I don't
1: know if they took anything from any of the other cars. It looks like they maybe tried to. And I don't know if they hit mine because I've got a mount for a serious radio. So maybe they thought the radio was there. But, like, what are you going to do with a serious radio if you can't plug it in? Yeah. Right? And I had an iPhone cord. But you could clearly see there was nothing connected to it, like so. You're and they didn't take it. They didn't open my cubby hole, my glove box, because I was worried about identity theft. To be honest with you, yeah. Like there was nothing else in the car, and they didn't even open up the cubbies to look. I'm like, what the fuck? So it's annoying. Now I have to just get it fixed. The inconvenience of it all. I have to pay my deductible.
0: I had to pay, um, well, I had my car broken into about 10 years ago, and the person, all they did was rifle through everything and just scatter all my belongings outside, everywhere. But didn't take, didn't take anything? Didn't, well, I, didn't, I wasn't missing anything. Neighbors about six houses down found some, some of my ID stuff like that belonged to my car and brought it over and And they're like yeah we got broken into too and they're like uh did you leave your car unlocked I go no i'm really diligent about doing that uh locking it she goes oh so you probably got a scraped up door when i said yep so yeah so
1: for me i thought it was only the glass but then when i went and i looked when i was trying when i was taping the plastic to the wind like where the window should be I noticed it looks like there was like three marks I don't know if it's a crowbar or whatever tool they were using to try to break in so Mm -hmm. I mean there is a good chance they were going to try to break in to steal it I don't know like some makes and models are easier to steal than others but Mm -hmm. like why would you smash some and not steal anything right
0: just being assholes
1: yeah someone that got in and we think like so in this whole fiasco People were kind of downstairs in the parkade as this was all going on, and the one guy's like, "I caught someone in here two, twice now, trying to steal my bike." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, I beat some guy up. I got, I gave him the beats because he was trying to steal my bike, and this and that." And I've moved all of my stuff to a park, to a storage lot. And I'm like, "Well, wouldn't you have reported that, or, because, or maybe it's the same person. Whoever's gotten themselves in, and they've, they've sussed it out, and they see what they want." And they're going down there to look for it. And that that guy had moved his motorbike out to a storage thing. So maybe that he's just like, fuck it, what I want is not here. So I'm just going to be an asshole and vandalize everything.
0: Um, did okay. Is it a locked uh... parkade? Or is it one of those ones you just drive in?
1: No, it's a locked. Like you need a, door, a garage door opener to get in. So well, how are they doing it? Well, they're sneaking in, I think. Or they're... Because like, the side door doesn't even, ha- even have a handle to walk in from the outside. You can leave the side door, the man door, from the inside to go out. But you can't come in it. So either they got in and propped it open to get back in later. Or they snuck in. Because the door stays open an awful long time. So if you drive in and go to the end of the parkade and turn the corner. And don't wait mm-hmm. for the door to close first. There's plenty of time for someone to come in. Um, And there's a little, like, there's a little spot where, like, someone could maybe hide if they're, but, like, if you come down, like, one of the guys, his car got hit, his vehicle, he's like, I got home last, he's like, I got home last night at 11.30 p.m. He's like, they were either already inside hiding, or they got in after I was here, he's like, because I didn't notice a thing, and his vehicle was one of the damaged ones. So it, was, it happened after 11.30. He's like, now, whether or not they were already inside the parkade waiting and hiding, he's like, I have no idea. I didn't notice anything else. Or is he the one that accidentally let them in? Like, but he parks right by the parkade door. So you think he would have noticed somebody if they came in with him, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. He comes that in and he's, like...
1: Like, he's literally the second one from the parkade door. So if yeah. he's coming in and he backs in as well. Like, he's driving in, taking his time to back in. By time I, and I'm two spots over from him, by the time I drive in, position myself and back in, I'm backing in and the door is closing. Now, if you're you're already focused on backing in and that stuff, would you see someone sneak in? I, I don't know. But however they got in, once they got in, like, they did a good job of it. They, they ruined a lot of people's mornings, that's for sure.
0: Mm.
1: Well, and, and you've got to know, like, there's some people like, fine, I'm going to pay the $300 deductible. It's a pain in the ass. It's money I don't want to spend, but I do have it. How about those people that maybe don't have that $300 or $200 to spend on a deductible, or even buying um, a window from an auto wrecker and paying a mechanic to fix it if it's for less than the insurance?
0: Like, yeah, that's
1: you know. There's people out there that may not be able. That could be like a month's worth of groceries to somebody. Yep. So it's annoying. It's annoying, and I thought I was in a fairly safe neighborhood and and building, but and these things happen anywhere. I get that, but it makes you think twice now as well.
0: It um I it just annoys me that people are so you know they just don't care and you know like how would they feel if that happened to them or their loved ones and and such you know they're all you know they would be upset and everything else but you know they don't care so
1: yeah it's frustrating anyways So then I went, I went to Cal or Edmonton, sorry, not Calgary, went to Edmonton, visited my family, got to see some of some of my friends, not all of them, and met a bunch of coworkers that I talked to on the daily or email and interact with that have never met them. So we had some great meetings and sessions and back to oh. reality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So that, that kind of sucks, though you know you're you're at a meeting but you're you know you're still thinking about your vehicle
1: well just all the inconvenience of what's got to be done when I get back right
0: yeah exactly um yeah I you know like all I did uh this week was well like I babysat but I do have something that is funny and it was all my fault uh Kelly uh sent me a message last week and she was like hey, I know it's really short notice, but could you make me a couple cups? And I'm like, of course. For her, I would, you know, like, just get it done. So she sent me a picture of what she was wanting. It was grad cups. And so I was pretty, oh, okay, that's really nice and everything else. So um, I got it all set up and everything else. Uh, I copied the picture that she wanted and everything else. Made it. I was so happy that it was done because I had so many other custom work to do. And you know what, the, I'm not complaining, because that is awesome. So I, I sent her a picture and said, hey, they're done. So yeah, you know, she wanted to pick them up the next day at 930 in the morning. She goes, oh, great. And then she calls me back a little while later. Uh, Angie, look at the year. I put 2021 on those cups. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So I pulled an all nighter. Seriously? I did. Was that what the I, picture said?
1: <laughs> so you just went with what the pictures that you didn't. Yeah, even I twice. looked at the
0: picture and I put my own spin of the font and the colors and everything else, and did exactly you know what she was wanting. And yeah, duh. So oh, I laughed because it is funny to me. It's funny, but at the same time, it was like oh so I ended up remaking it did she get the wrong time or no 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 not even close (laughs) I sent her a message like I went to bed at midnight after working on it and I set my alarm for three o'clock and was out there again working in the garage and Monty was getting up to go to work and he's like what are you doing and I'm like stumbling around I'm like uh, that those cups I'm trying to get them done and he's like oh okay so I'm in the garage and I'm like they're not gonna work this isn't gonna work this looks horrible I was trying to uh, like salvage them yeah. I sanded down the, the one to, and then I had a two ready to be put on there and it just looked horrible horrible so, uh, so
1: just you were it, trying to like redo the the wrong
0: ones so you had to start yeah. scratch. yeah yeah so I ended up uh uh standing down at two new cups and spray painting them and I added some glitter and then at 6 a.m I got up and went and threw on some resin and everything else and I'm like I there's absolutely no way I can do this there is absolutely no way so I sent her a text and said I am so sorry so she'll be able to pick them up tomorrow night oh that's
1: oh well she's still bottom right like that's cool yeah oh yeah yeah did you give her the
0: family discount yes yes i did (laughs) good (laughs) and uh so i i had those and i sent some up to the northwest territories i sent some to bc yeah you said Uh, you've been like smoking busy right it's insane and then on saturday yesterday yeah, I'm I'm putting a time here on us. That's okay. It's Sunday. I um I was at a market working away, and this guy and this family came and they're looking around at everything, and he uh, picked up all the cups that had safety, kind of as you know, humorous safety. Because I had a cup that said, "Never do anything that you can't explain to a paramedic." And yeah. he thought that was so funny so he grabbed that and he grabbed a couple other cups too and everything else and then you know he wraps it up and I had missed part of his conversation so I was like you know he's talking about safety and I'm like oh what 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 about safety and he goes oh I'm a safety officer and stuff I'm like oh I used to be a safety administrator he offered me a job on the spot really where does he yeah. work
1: oh and maybe don't say that but but
0: uh, cool. he works at a camp so I would have and to you fly used to do into that. camp well I worked in an office you know wearing no, heels and lipstick you coordinated yeah. camp. well he was telling me all the things he would need from me I'm like yeah I've done that oh yeah I've done that oh uh, yeah I'm okay with that yeah and so he was like ah, and yeah but the problem is I would have to live at camp so I That's,
1: don't know what, uh, what part of the province bc oh
0: yeah cool yeah so and i know the camp he said i asked the name and he rattled off the saying i go no what's the other name and he was like oh and he told me and i'm like oh yeah i know that camp and he's like you do i'm like yeah i worked on that camp at the office at in a different you know you know and he's like "Oh, oh oh and so I I'm not sure if I I can do it though like honestly stuff like that makes me nervous because I haven't worked in an office in two years if he had you like let's say you were to work remote from home and
1: still just work for him would you consider or no
0: uh no this this is more hands-on and I know exactly what he's needing looking for and yeah and I did exactly the same stuff here so it's like I know it needs to be hands-on yeah whatever well if he calls, I just might do it. If, you know. There you go. How long do you have to go to camp for? In and out? Like, how long? One week. One week a month. That's it? That's it. You could. It could be doable. It could be. It could be doable. Because, like, know, for you,
1: like, you would just have to organize your business and your work around it. Go do that for one week.
0: Like, Yeah. Well, even if, uh, as long as I had Wi-Fi. I could work remotely anywhere. Like literally give me my laptop. Let me yeah. bring my 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 um all my vinyl and my uh my cricket and I could work anywhere. Totally. Yeah. So you know it's one week's worth of work and everything else, but whatever. Um I have but you so could pack little... that stuff
1: with you and do that. Like you although if you're at work in camp for a week, you'd almost want to do like everything camp life for a week you could still do your so,
0: but then you know you're
1: home you're home and not doing the day job right
0: the other job exactly you know I I joke about bringing my cricket and everything else I wouldn't it's it's too bulky and everything else I had I have carried it other places and stuff and I was like nah I won't do that but you know there's chances I would bring my laptop and I could work on yeah you
1: could do your design stuff on the laptop like you don't have to be doing the cutting and the paper and the exactly but you could be doing all of your other stuff for sure
0: yeah coming up with some rude comments like I that's what I do every so often I'll uh think of something and I'll type it out or write a note to myself and then I'll have a day where I just sit there for like three hours and type out little sayings that I could put on cups and everything else different fonts and all this and you know ideas So, yeah, but we'll see if he calls, then we'll, we'll go with it. If he doesn't call, no big deal. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, do you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we're going to be doing the story, bad vegan, which, um, is not that uh, old. It's a story that happened in 2019
1: ish. Well, and a little bit earlier it started. And don't you find all of the timelines interesting for all of the things that we've talked about? We're all in a very similar timeline and all in New York City. Yeah. I feel like we just need to go to New York again for some research.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be so... Yes. I want to go. Let's
1: Uh, do it. Anyways. Um...
0: So I watched uh, it three times. Uh, I Monty found it, and so we sat down. This was over what two months ago. We sat down, we watched it, and he was bitter. Like he, this really pissed him off, right? And then, uh, we got into inventing Anna and the fire festival and everything else. And I was like, let's do bad vegan. And so we, I watched it again uh, last week. And then I watched it again early this morning and Monty sat with me and he goes, this, it just annoys me. And he, it really, like it really annoyed him. Like he was like, it's very different. Like, it
1: is, I I was watched, so I've only watched it once. I think I binge watched it over two days. It's not that long of a program. It is, again, Bad Vegan on Netflix. And it's a documentary, like a real life telling of a situation and this woman that it happened to, she's being interviewed. And I noticed some of the interviews, it was interesting how they cut some of the interviews. It's almost like she kind of got defensive and mad at them a few times and they cut and spliced the interview. Did you notice that?
0: Yeah, that, that is something that really, I don't like when they jump around with uh, times because yeah. it was like 1984, then 1996 and 94. Like she was married to this
1: guy and got the restaurant. I'm like, wait, what? I got confused in some spots.
0: And Well, then, she didn't marry. She did
1: not no, marry. But her original uh, husband, the original husband, wasn't married to him or whoever she was with but they when they ended up splitting and she got the restaurant but that's the man that yeah. she created the restaurant with initially yes
0: yes yes uh matthew kenny he was a, a a renowned chef he was writing a book he was on all the talk shows doing cooking and everything else and she saw that and okay so her name is sarma and i can't I'm going to butcher her last name, but Melan- G- Gate, Mel- Melan- G- I can't pronounce it. I apologize. But um, again, bad vegan. Sarma went to school to be in banking. And, she and like a stockbroker. A- she was like on yeah. Wall Street. Yeah, she worked for Bear and, what was it? Bear, uh, Bears and Stern and within a year and a half she was like yeah I hate this this is not for me and someone actually said do uh, you like
1: working here do you want to be doing this
0: and it was like no and as she said everyone was doing Wall Street um you know uh, subscriptions of magazines and such that were all money based and she was you know doing Pinterest Pinterest or whatever and so yeah so then she saw matthew kenny on tv and he was talking about how he's writing a book and she was like i want a piece of that action so she contacted him and interviewed him and, and went she with went that. to
1: culinary school as well right uh,
0: you know i don't know if she did i think it said she did okay um she she said by the time the interview was done she had the job with Helping him write the book, and they in, they went right into a relationship. So they had the relationship. Then they had a uh, a guy by the name of Jeffrey Chagaro. Oh, I'm butchering all these names. I apologize. So he was their backer, their banker, whatever. He helped investor them, investor. He and in, he helped invest in. Well, creating this New York hotspot, basically. Yeah, pure food, wine, and it was the place to be. It from the pictures I've it seen, was a vegan I'm like, restaurant. oh, she made vegan food look beautiful
1: and normal. Like, and when yes. I say normal, I don't mean that vegan food isn't normal. I mean she would take like um like a lasagna or something that has meat in it and find like it make it almost seem like it had meat in it but in a vegan version so not the traditional vegan menu uh she brought like a a twist to it to make it still that homey like similar to your homey meat styled food and really was uh looked to be um very much like it was her lifestyle she was not just doing it to be trendy. She showed how veganism could and should be if you're, you know, like, not just do it because it was trendy. I don't know how else mm-hmm. to word that. Yeah.
0: Well, and also everyone was wearing these t-shirts that say, you know, eat raw food, live longer. You know, to them, this is a healthy lifestyle that Yeah. they follow. So, yeah. So she um what is his name brad matthew sorry matthew kenny and her had a relationship they were in all the magazines they wrote the book together they were like going like uh they were the it couple in the food industry and uh, uh cracks start to appear because Matthew was not very good with money and it was he was letting it make it rain and she was more concerned about money and so she contacted uh what's his name Jeffrey and said you know like this isn't working and he actually had noticed that she used to always wear these sneakers that says I love Matthew and she wasn't wearing them anymore so this was a telltale sign that things were not good in their relationship so in the end uh matthew went to jeffrey also and said get her out of here you know like to him the restaurant was his everything was his but the way he saw it was uh matthew had a bad name for not paying all his bills and everything else and he was like yeah no nobody you're yeah, because out of here. she
1: also said this did the same they both equally went to him and said you got to do something this is not going yeah. well yeah i want to get him out or i want to get her out and he went with her um, because
0: she was better with money he than was, he, was. She,
1: he found she was very talented and creative and passionate with the business uh and had that it factor that was going to help continue it to grow whereas even though she wasn't the renowned chef the other fellow was um he just liked how she ran the business better and Mm -hmm. gave her two million dollars and there was a deal that she would work to pay that off yeah so without going too far ahead we're gonna only talk about do we want to talk about only the first episode or do we want to do two and two and
0: two and two we we could do that yeah we can definitely do that um because
1: the way this are i we don't have to this is kind of episode one in a nutshell and what we can explain is the way the documentary is is they're interviewing her they're showing snippets like real life snippets from magazines and articles or tv shows like she was on the you know the morning the morning show doing all of this and they really built her up as this charismatic, uh, intelligent woman in episode one, like all you're learning about this is business savvy, how she's making it in New York and how all of her staff members are loyal and dedicated to her and how they built this restaurant. So I don't know that we want to go, maybe we don't go into episode two, because maybe I'll rewatch it just so we can talk more in depth and let's, we can kind of focus on. Yeah, okay.
0: So the way I see it is, everyone is saying that she had such a personality when she was in the public, like, you couldn't not fall in love with her because she, she made you feel so special. And she was like, go, 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 go. But as soon as she was alone, she was so standoffish and quiet and almost awkward. And she had and a dog. She so- was lonely, but she was trying to get Alec Baldwin. I know. This is like, what? Yeah. So- Alec Baldwin.
1: So we'll put this in perspective. Her restaurant was was one of those hotspots in New York that it was the place to go. So famous people were con- like, she was full all the time. There was a lot of famous people there. They showed a lot of photos with her. And Alec Baldwin was tweeting about her back in the day when Alec Baldwin was tweeting. We don't want to go too far into that yet. But Alec Baldwin was a a regular there. She knew him. They became friends.
0: He wanted to date her, but she was still in a relationship. Well, she was in a relationship with Matthew at that time. And then by the time her and Matthew had ended their relationship he had met his wife at her right. restaurant which one was Matthew the guy that she ran the restaurant with right that she yeah, yeah. started it with. yeah yeah. And
1: yeah he would always go he would text about oh Selma, this or whatever and yeah but they stayed in touch and then in episode one they did show that she was so very sad and like kind of an introvert um she put all 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 of everything of herself into the restaurant she had her friends but kept them at a distance um if that's fair to say and then got a rescue dog
0: and that dog was kind of her well she was looking for a dog for alec baldwin and yeah so and then all of a sudden she sees this dog and she was like uh yeah and so she went and got him. This is Leon, and he's got the cutest little face. Yeah, and dog. yeah. So then all of a sudden, it was all about her and her dog, yeah, and the restaurant, and the restaurant. Yeah, the restaurant was uh, a big part of her life, well, uh, and they either, I don't think she had much.
1: Well, I don't think. Sorry to cut you off there, but I I don't know if this is season, the episode one specific, but. She also, like, she knew she'd borrowed this $2 million from this investor. And she was working hard to make that happen. And she, she was so proud and worked hard to be able to start paying that back. Like, yes. in large amounts.
0: Yes. So, how we get into where it's the scammy part is that uh, Alec Baldwin, again, he's into tweeting, and she notices there's this guy by the name of Shane Fox that is always posting and, hey, Alec, blah, blah, blah. Hey, what what about this? And Alec would always reply to him. So Selma's like, oh, so who is this Shane Fox? Like, he must be uh, someone pretty famous also or whatever. Well, and- so they... They connected
1: and then started an online-only, not-in-person communications. Yes. Not necessarily a relationship, but they just started communicating. They played that words with friends online and got to know each other a little bit.
0: I used to kick ass with that. Yeah. (laughs) My aunt actually unfollowed me on Facebook because I kicked her ass in it. (laughs) That's funny. It is. I think it's funny because she was bragging to everyone how she's never lost a game. I'm like, Yeah, you have. I beat you like, you know, six in a row recently. And all of a sudden she deleted me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. she's not
1: listening to the podcast.
0: <laughs> uh no. Nope. Nope. Nope.
1: Shameful plug. <laughs> Angie wins word words with friends gets deleted off Facebook. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, so he ends up, uh, they end up in an online relationship, as in friends and everything else, that I think was getting a little more, you know, like she was like, oh. I really like this guy. He is giving me everything that I need. She was a lonely woman. She was alone so much late at night after working, you know, how many hours at the restaurant. She's home alone with her dog and she's playing word with friends and this guy's giving her what she needs. Right. And I feel like
1: she had some depression
0: that they didn't,
1: they didn't call it that. Like, so, and without getting too far into this relationship online relationship with Shane Fox, is I, I want to focus on how weird the interview process was in this documentary. And, like, mm. even how, like, they would ask her things and get an answer from her, and you're like, wait, what? Like, give me more? Because I had so many WTF moments. I'm like, I'm not following. It's almost. Oh, like- I got lost. That's why I had to
0: watch it three times. Do you, because feel, I-
1: do you feel like they've purposely made it look a certain way? And taken some snippets out to make her look a certain way more so? Like... Yes. Absolutely. Or... Because she can't be... Now, without giving too much away... Like, when you're in a certain sort of way... And you believe everything you're being told... Um, I think she's... She's not naive, but she's definitely into alternate lifestyles.
0: Let's call it that. She's. I'm going to say she's gullible. So she meets this guy, Shane Fox. He actually... From, he was in Massachusetts, I uh, a Boston area, I believe. He came to New York to meet her, and he did not look exactly like all the pictures that he had been sending her and such, because he was a little more bigger, you know, girthier. And she goes, w- whatever, I, I... I enjoyed having him, you know, be around because he seemed like he can protect me and all this. Are we going to talk
1: about the dog? What he offered? And that's
0: what's, like, what's Yeah, this is, yeah, this is the, this is episode one still. So he comes to visit. Yes. So he comes to visit and they go for lunch and blah, blah, blah. And next, you know, he's almost moving in with her and everything else. And he is and then all of a sudden he disappears for a bit and she's like two three days later he's back but he gave the impression that he was like special ops uh, oh, working right. undercover and all this and she's like uh, enamored by him like oh goodness you know James Bond came along yeah so she ends up falling hard for this man and meantime he calls the office at one point and it does not say shane fox it says anthony sargas and she's like what the hell but all the people that work with her they're they they do not like this person and they're like they're who? like who the hell is this man one person thought i thought that was her cousin that's what she was saying but definitely not her cousin so they researched did they talk and- about
1: the dog yet at this point and what he offered yes. her, and how yes. he got like That's, I think, how he got her, because again, in the documentary, like, keep in mind, the dog was everything to her.
0: So he he proposed that yes, he knew Leon, the dog, was her life, and and that he he knew the dog from a previous life and could offer him immortality,
1: something like that. How the hell? Do you do that? Well, with a lot of money that you keep paying to them, who are they? He kept talking about them and they, and oh my goodness.
0: It gets worse too. That's the thing. We're not even like people need to take their medication. This was, there's so many
1: holes in this story. And again, if you're of a certain mindset and you're lonely or depressed or maybe something else, You believe in alternate lifestyles. Like you want to believe in, like someone's offering you everything. Like you just got to hang in there and prove it. You got to follow the test, like pass the test. And you're going to get all these things. Like you're going to be the queen and they're all going to sit at your table. I'm like, wait, what? Now there's people out there that are like, oh, that sounds really good. What do I need to do? Sign me up. But most of us are like wait what? Like something doesn't fit here.
0: Yeah. You know like a smart... you must have you must have heard about the cults and such where here drink the Kool-Aid. Literally this is this is what I was thinking like oh my goodness he could run but they, a cult. He didn't even like have the backup to show like
1: he never went everything was just private between them like he would send her to Barcelona for a month anyways we're jumping too far ahead now yeah that's way
0: too far ahead she would Um,
1: talk her into things without even like normally cults it's like come to the church and you're you know and you go to this big presentation or whatever I I just my brain hurts and I was so confused at this point because they are talking about this ex-husband in 1984 or ex-partner she's got this business and all of a sudden it's like they're talking about this Shane Fox guy.
0: I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And then they taught, and she actually admits, she goes, I don't even know when, how far into the relationship it was before he said, Hey, I need five or $10,000, like right now. I need it, like it's uh, life and death. And she was like, Oh, oh I'm this this blaster.
1: And he was like, we met once and then never saw each other again for months.
0: And then at one point when he showed up, he took her to um, a place and he, she stayed in the car. And then when he came back out, he had a little tiny envelope full of diamonds and stuff like that. And she's like, what the heck?
1: Yeah. From his deposit box. She's like, what, what is he? And he's like, you don't want to know the people I work with and the things I have to do. It's all private and special ops
0: stuff. And then they were at a restaurant and stuff. And then he goes, I just want to stop this. You know, I just need to stop this. I'm so tired. And she's like, well, why do you do it? So people like you could sleep at night. What? Like the ego on this guy. Oh, so yeah. I I actually understand why Monty gets really mad when, he, yeah. when he's listening to this. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that is... Uh, add vegan in a nutshell for the first episode so if you haven't watched it watch it and then we're going to be back soon with episode two yeah we thought we were going to do episode one and two today but no we're going to just do one (laughs) because it's
1: like it's a lot like honestly i we're talking about i watched it and i was a wtf the whole way and then now we're talking about i'm like I don't even know if I could watch it again. I think I'm more on the side of where Monty's at. Like,
0: oh, it it makes like it's intriguing,
1: angry. but it's mind blowing, and I'm compassionate to people that these things happen to. But then I'm also like completely, utterly confused as to how. And maybe I'm too much of a pessimist and realist, or I'm a scaredy cat. I don't let anything. I'm like, no, no, can't believe that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know.
0: Yep. Maybe I'm the
1: one that's letting life pass me by. I don't know, but I feel like I do okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's, we'll we'll be back soon with the episode two and go from there.
1: Yes. And I'm going to
0: rewatch episode two so I have better notes this time. Yeah, I will too. Uh, I didn't write any notes for episode two, so I'm going to be doing that. Me, a large glass of wine, a mega pint of wine. A mega pint. (laughs) And yeah, so I do have two stories of uh, missing people. One is in your neighborhood, your area, I mean, not your neighborhood. So Roseanne, yeah, Roseanne Cameron, age 40. She went missing February, 2022. Um, the Winnipeg Police Service is requesting the public's assistance in locating a missing 40-year-old female, Roseanne Cameron. Cameron wa- was last seen in early February 2022 in downtown area of Winnipeg. Cameron was reported missing to Winnipeg in May of 2022. Cameron is described as an Indigenous female, 5'7 in height, 115 pounds, black hair, shaved on the sides and longer on top and brown eyes. She no longer has... Has a piercing above her lip. Um, doo, 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 doo. Um, police are concerned for Cameron's well being. Anyone with any information, please contact the Winnipeg Police Service Missing Persons Unit 204 986 6250. Her case number is 22. 20- dash 109375 Again, her name is Roseanne Cameron. She's 5'7", 115 pounds. So to me, she's a very, very slender woman. And then there is another young woman. I'm going to say very young because she's 19. She is in BC. Samantha Sheepskin went missing May 28, 2022. So, you know, we're talking two weeks ago. Um, Surrey RCMP are requesting the public's assistance in locating a missing female. Samantha Sheepskin, 19 years of age, was last seen on May 28th at, with a male by the name of Wilson Seepen Goose on video. She was seen on video after she had got into a woman's shelter in Surrey, B.C. Samantha is described as an Indigenous female, 5'2", tall, approximately 178 pounds with long, dark brown hair and brown eyes. She was last seen wearing a black face mask and black one strap sleeveless tank top shirt. She has a fire type tattoo on her left hand and a heart tattoo on her middle finger of her left hand. Anyone, excuse me, anyone with information, please contact the Surrey RCMP Area code 604-502-6266. And the case number is 22 8185 And again, she's 19 years old. She's 5 to 178 pounds, long dark brown hair and brown eyes. And she's got tattoos. So um, you know, a fire type tattoo on her left hand and a heart shape, a heart tattoo on her middle finger of her left hand. So that is it. That's, um,
1: I saw a TikTok the other day and it was from uh, somebody here in Winnipeg. And they're like, this is how I dress as a female presenting Aboriginal when I need to go out when it's after dark. And like showed that so they've got like a library of body anyways, so they showed how this this person dressed, and they're like, no, and I went into the profile of that person, and they're creating a library of like what there is for protection, like body cams, bear not bear spray, but the equivalent, just all these different things. And they go into like how many missing sisters from the Winnipeg like area, go like there it it's it's bad. Unfortunately, yeah. there's a lot of Aboriginal women that go missing in this
0: area. It is scary, it's really sad. scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know the worst part is, in Canada, we are not allowed to carry a weapon. No, nope. women. Yeah, we're not allowed to. You know, we don't have a mace we don't carry guns and i okay i agree with that but i think carrying mace wouldn't be like i would like to be able to do that not that i go out at night and everything else but you know knowing uh my daughter in laws, both of them you know Maria's is out late because she's Armini going to you... work and
1: i'm in a new city by myself and i have such a weird fear factor right now like i'm because again i was in the covid bubble but i also was just in such i i've kind of regressed and again i'm not necessarily just female yes but imagine female aboriginal or any person of color the extra fear they have um and and males people of color they get treated so differently out on the streets that I I probably haven't explored or go and do things in the city because I've got this irrational fear in me right now. And Mm -hmm. that's why I won't watch certain things. Like I'm not naive to what goes on in the world, but I can't get too in depth in it. I can't watch certain shows. I cannot listen to certain types of documentaries or news or podcasts because it's too much for me and it freaks me out. Like I can't focus on it too much because it's devastating.
0: Well, you know what Tanner looks like yeah he he gets so much racist comments to yeah
1: we, people probably think he's this is even this is terrible, but they're probably not even thinking he's white Aboriginal he they're probably thinking he is Middle Eastern um, yeah, or exactly something different right they're they're yeah they're putting muslim on him and using muslim as a negative thing
0: yeah that, that is exactly it he is uh, yeah he's um he's a big tall guy and he's dark he's darker than me and so you know he's a flashback of my side of the family being that my family's indigenous and monty's side of the family is white like we're you know yeah. we're talking dutch
1: like if blonde, tanner if he, if he were to shave, have his face clean shaven, but just have long hair, he would look probably more aboriginal.
0: Yes. He's kind of oh, got he curly has a, hair, though, doesn't he? He has full on crazy curly hair like mine. Yeah. And um, he he's got a full beard and everything. And people treat him horribly. There was one time. I asked him to take my car in to get an oil change. And the woman at the front desk of this car lot would not serve him. Huh, oh, that's brutal. So I had his car. So I showed up and walked up and I had him stand in front of me and she blatantly stepped aside from him and looked at me and said, can I help you? I'm like, no, he's in, he's ahead of me. Let, you know, he's she goes. Oh, no, he's already been taken care of. And Tanner was like, no, you actually haven't taken care of me. And that's when I kind of came unglued and said, I'm actually his mom. And I need to talk to your manager. And so I called the manager came and I said, your, your worker here is showing a very racist attitude towards my son, my this is my son he's doing me a favor because it's his day off and, you know, she won't serve him. So you need to do something and you need to do it right now, because if you don't, you've lost my business and you're going to lose a lot more business because I am going to be very upfront about it. And um, he, he stood there and I could tell that he was probably peeing a little and I never went back no and why would you right like no I'm you know if he just stood there and he's like oh uh we don't we don't do that here like you are doing that here and you, I looked at the woman yeah and, and that's I said, just
1: it you are doing it maybe you don't know you're doing it but you're doing it
0: yeah and so she she just she didn't know what to say to me and I was we're we're not doing this bye so yeah.
1: yeah, that's unfortunate.
0: Yep. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, like, <laughs> Anyways.
1: Racist,
0: racist stuff is harsh. I don't get a lot of racist uh, comments towards me being that I look very white. Um, I do get comments about being a plus size woman, which I couldn't care less you don't feed me you don't pay my bills shut up but you know like my mother she can't go into a store without being followed no probably not no That's, no she gets it's... followed around by security thinking that she's going to shoplift and stuff and my mother just oh i feel so bad and i'm like i'm gonna go shopping with you and if someone ever started doing that kind of stuff i would get very loud I have too much social media um and yeah I would videotape it and then blast it everywhere
1: yeah it's unfortunate we're still in those days
0: where this is occurring yep so anyway um I have nothing left
1: no I think we've covered some hot topics and some heavy topics
0: We sure did. Like, did you guys expect that? No, you didn't. You didn't expect the Alec Baldwin, you didn't expect (laughs) the Black Ops and cult and racist comments. And (laughs) yeah, exactly. We've got it all here. We hit a lot of stuff. So, um, I'm gonna go downstairs and hope Monty's made dinner. Yeah, I'm going into the garage. I'm going to start making
1: my own dinner here. And I got a few odds and ends to tidy up my Sunday. And you've got work to do. So we'll catch you guys all on the flip side. Bye. Bye.